the Pikey, Brett Johns, man. Uh, how's life? Uh, what is the current situation like right now in Wales? Oh, um, we're on we're on lockdown, but it's, I don't feel like it's a very strict lockdown. You still have people going to work. Um, they've asked kindly if people can kind of stay at home and do their work if they can. Um, our our uh, Prime Minister Boris Johnson has the virus. Uh, the Prince of Wales, um, Charles, he has the virus as well. So there's a lot of like um, different people who have the virus. We're trying to stay quarantined, but like I'm looking out my window now and I'm seeing people go back and forth. It's, um, I don't think it's very strict. I think for this illness to really go away or to have less of an effect, people need to follow these procedures quite strictly. You know, I'm trying to leave the house other than my exercise. I'm trying to leave the house maybe once a week to to get essentials you know but i feel like there's going to be another step up before long and i feel like the uk is um they'll have their worst day over the the next week or two has has all the the gyms closed and and is that the situation too with the with the facilities yeah so at the minute um the i think i think the gyms have been shut for nearly a week and a half two weeks now so it's been very it's been very tough to be honest um and me personally, I haven't really struggled as much as what I thought I would. I have struggled when it comes to trying to do the basic things like hit pads and um, and grapple and wrestle and and do a bit of sparring. I, I've I've struggled on that front, but my other workouts will consist of three major things. I do is bag work. I bought a bracket and um, a friend of mine's donated a bag, and apparently that this punch bag belonged to. Um, Steve Collins, who was a former WBO world champion uh, mm-hmm. boxer. So I've got that bag. It's only a little three-foot bag, but it's perfect for what I need it for. A little bag frame. Uh, I, I've also, my girlfriend's brother has given me um, his spin bike. So I've been on the spin bike this morning. And I also go for runs. So there's three main exercises I really do uh, every day, twice a day. Uh, I'm burning up to over 1,000 calories a day anyway. So, th- you know, that's... That's just enough for me. You know, people don't realize, but I, I actually have got a fight scheduled for the 25th of April out in um, Lincoln, Nebraska. Personally, I don't see it happening, but I've had no recall from the UFC to say that it's off or if it's on. What is the, the travel situation? Is, is, is there a ban for uh, people from Wales traveling to the United States or vice versa? I, uh, yeah, there is a ban at the minute. So the, the ban, I think, is going to last until I think it might be like the the, the 18th week of, of right? Yeah, the week of. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So, but the problem is, I think they're expecting like fighters just to be like, right, well, okay, look, it's going to be it's going to be like the 18th, and then you get to fly out. But I feel like our ban will be lifted. But I feel like currently the US will have its own ban come into place because at the minute they're starting to get it bad as well. So I feel like that they have to lock down things in the US. Like I know that that New York is apparently dead at the minute. Um, but for me personally, you know, this this virus is just getting worse. And I feel like the virus, has hit, especially in the States, has hit the major big cities like uh, New York, it's hit LA, it's hitting like Miami, places like that. But these are only going to filter into the smaller places uh, at a later date. So I feel like, you know, it is it is very tough to try and like try and keep motivated in this time because like I haven't properly said sparred or properly 
probably grappled in about two weeks now. You know, that's a big chunk of the camp, which I haven't had no contact to contact with anybody. You know, don't get me wrong. Since I've, uh, since I've gone into lockdown, I've lost 10 pounds. So I'm down 10 pounds in weight. I look tremendous. I'm probably lighter now than what I was before the Tony Gravely fight. But, you know, I don't feel like I've had a proper camp for that way. Yeah, definitely. Uh, if you don't have a body next to you or, you know, a body with you working and maybe your girlfriend could get down there with you. Right? Uh, may, may, maybe, but um, I, I'd still probably have to take her down because she's probably got better stand-up than I have. <laughs> really? right. Right. <laughs> now, uh, you know, before it was locked down, I know you work at Shore Mixed Martial Arts, man, uh, a, a gym that uh, I'm very familiar with because you got uh, Jack Shore there and uh, he's another guy coming up through the ranks. Um, I feel like you guys are building this incredible team at that facility. And, and the facility is a high-tech, high-level facility. He's, he told me it's the best facility in the country. Can you explain? Uh, I, I, like, I, I, live, I live about maybe, like, Wales isn't a big place. So I think you can go from border to border and about, like, from one side of Wales to the other in probably two hours, you know. It's not that big of a place. And, um... Uh, hands down, in my in my opinion, it is the best MA facility in Wales, like by a long shot. You know, we have I have two gyms I fight out of at the minute, and I, I truly believe as MMA gyms, they are both the the best gyms I could possibly fight out of. So the sort of main headquarters where like the majority of the MMA training that would be in Shaw Mixed Martial Arts. You know, like Jack Shaw himself and his dad Richard Shaw. Um, have been amazing to me over the last few months and they've they've really helped me out and you know i i come into the camp uh, i'd say maybe about beginning of february and that was to help jack out with his with his fight for ufc london like the way we 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 me and jack used to train before i used to train at a place called christie's academy mm-hmm. uh, you'd have jack this side of the country and then me training an hour and a half away but now we've kind of like joined together and I feel like if we were if we were like the best in the world because he was a Cage Warriors world champ, I was a Cage Warriors world champ. He defended his belt, I think, well, twice, and like I went to America and fought for Titan FC and won a second world title. So we both got very very similar experiences as world champions, and we, you know, in my head, and Jack said we just thought like if if we're joining forces, it's only going to get better, really. You know, like I can't name may, many fighters who have a duo like that where they are that level like i truly believe that like me and jack within the next say two years will be in the top 10 for sure like i'd be disappointed if we're not you know um as as a skill level wise the, the guy is is absolutely fantastic and we both fight very similar but we got different strengths if that if that makes sense you know what i mean and whenever i have a grapple with that guy man he's slick very very slick and um we haven't only got him we've obviously got jack marshman as well who's another ufc middle uh, another ufc fighter who's a middleweight you know i think in wales at the minute we have two bantamweights and two middleweights fighting in the ufc which is fantastic for the nation um but the guys training in show mixed martial arts is is, is high level you've got josh reed who had that crazy war with Nathaniel Wood and Cage Warriors? You got Oban Elliott, who's chomping at the bit. You know he's a, uh, I think he's three and zero going out. The, he'll be going out the four and zero soon, and he's 
I know that guy's just got the gift of the gab. He can talk, man. That guy, he's, when you put a microphone in his face, people just want to listen to what he says, you know. And um, there's loads of fight there. Chris Edwards is another guy, an absolute legend. Again, there's so many fighters in that facility that even if someone doesn't turn up the training, for, for argument's sake, say, for example, Jack doesn't turn up training, I don't have to go, oh, Jack hasn't turned up. I've got other guys there. I've got Josh Reed, who's a former Cage Wars title challenger. Do you understand this? like... The team itself has got so much potential and so much of of a CV of what they've done. It's amazing, man. You know, you walk into the gym now, there's Jack Marshman, who's a Cage Wars world champion. He's a Bama British champion. You've got Jack Shaw, who's a Cage Wars world champion. You've got myself, who's a Cage Wars, former Cage Wars world champion. The 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 gym speaks for itself, I guess, you know. Like I said, I, I was with a team before and now I'm doing a lot of work with Shaw Mixed Martial Arts. And it's been amazing. And then the other side of the bracket, then I'm training a bit closer to home because I travel maybe about uh, an hour and a half, two hours to get up to shore. And some days then I would be with my kickboxing coach, James Wallace in uh, Port Talbot and KGB, former world champion kickboxer himself. And he's the guy behind making my stand up uh, improve to the way it is now. And it's and he has, and he's been absolutely fantastic, James has, and he'll work with me day in, day out. He's not afraid to send me drills and, you know, it, it, it's, it's just an amazing relationship really, you know, and uh, I'm very blessed that I get to train at the two gyms and I'm, I'm, I'm very happy representing the both gyms as well. So I'm in a really, compared to two years ago where I fought Sterling, I'm, I'm on cloud nine, even though this, this virus is going on, I'm still in a very positive place and I'm, I'm ready for the next step. If it's Montel Jackson in, in two and a half weeks, then it's Montel Jackson two and a half weeks. If not, I would like to get on that Dublin card on August 15th. Yeah, well, let's talk about Montel Jackson. He's uh, he's one of the dark horses in the division. I feel just like yourself. You guys are in that kind of that gray area where top 15 guys might not want to fight you because you're pretty dangerous because you're not mm -hmm. ranked right now. But then the other guys, it's like, is it worth fighting them? for yourself so you guys are fighting each other what do you think about the matchup man uh because montel's last fight he fought in the same card as me in rally north carolina uh i fought um tony gravely on that card and he fought uh, the uh, brazilian fighter and to be honest i think a lot of people felt like i took the fight of the night from uh from montel it was a good fight man i was watching that fight back i thought it was a fantastic fight i've, I've spoke to montel once or twice like even that fight week you know with Man, at the end of the day, styles make matchups, you know. Uh, I fought guys his height and his sort of stature. I fought a guy called Wyatt Watson who was very similar sizing to Montel Jackson, but probably favoured the grappling. Like, Montel Jackson is, is very strong for the weight. He's a southpaw. He's very tall. You know, I like them styles of fights, you know. It's, it's going to make me improve as a fighter. I'm... Like before going into quarantine, I was working a lot on how to get in tight on on um, a tall southpaw fighter. And to be honest, I, I felt good going into camp. You know, I'm not gonna lie about it. I felt fit. I felt healthy. You know, my resting heart rate at the minute is just under 40, 40 beats per minute. You know, I'm I'm. The thing for me is, I felt like I needed to. My fitness is my best attribute. You know, people say I'm gonna outwork this guy. Not not one guy in my whole career has outworked me when it comes to pace, you know. I'm not saying that Montel won't be fit, but if we're going to play the pace game, then that, that's some way he doesn't want to be with me, you know. I've, I've fought five fives, I've fought three fives. I fought eight rounds in one night for my first world title, you know. People forget that. And um, 
I feel like with Montel, it'd be put, trying to keep the distance really, really close. But then again, you know, not not being too far away because that that one two he's got is a dangerous weapon and it hasn't been taken lightly. You know, every single fighter in that division has a very, very good tool or good asset to use. And with Montel, I feel like his one two is one of his best tools. You know, that left hand is quite quick. Doesn't so much have the Conor McGregor esque power in it, but the speed. And accuracy on the shot is very, very good. So the the left hand would be a big thing for me to watch out for. Yeah, the bantamweight division is stacked. It's like it's an understatement when you say stacked, right? The bantamweight division is just ridiculous, and you guys are facing off against each other. Uh, I, it feels like fight of the night material, no matter where you put that fight on any card. Um, now, you've talked about development, right? In 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 for many years, you were undefeated, right? You were just at the highest. And pe- when you came into the UFC, everybody was high on you. And then you hit a roadblock in 2018. You went in there. You you know, you know didn't perform the way you wanted to perform. What did you learn from those two experiences that year? My, my, my teammate, Scott Patterson, said, said it best. And um, a happy fighter is a very dangerous fighter. And I took that on board for for a for a for a very long time. I I wasn't in a very positive light uh, in 2018. Only when it comes to actual fighting itself, like my personal life is is good. It always has been good. You know what I mean? I I feel like I live a very relaxed and probably stress free lifestyle. Really, you know. But when it comes to fighting, especially, it was after the calf slicer, man. I think after the calf slicer, being 15 and 0, just won a bonus. And then I hit January and my mindset just changed. I went from being the best, happiest guy in the world to, to hating what I was doing. I hated being in the gym. Um, the the Alderman Sterling fight kind of was like, wow, that's a big setup. There was a couple of things involved in camp where, you know, I it wasn't, it didn't get sorted out until very late in camp. And then obviously the fight happened. And I, I, honestly, I felt like I was. I was in a video game and someone was playing me, you know, it was, it wasn't like, um, I didn't feel like it was me in there, you know, and for, and I regret that. I, I really do regret because take nothing away from Sterling as, as out of all my fights, the best guy I have fought is him by a long shot. You know, his, the way he reads an MMA game isn't like anybody else, you know, um, you know, yeah, he was, people are like, oh, he's crazy strong. I didn't feel like he was like the strongest guy I ever fought. I didn't feel like he was the quickest guy I ever fought, but when it came to his brain, what he was doing, he was doing things. Usually, like I fought 15 times before Sterling, and all the fighters do similar sort of attributes, while Sterling was doing something completely different. So, like for example, put it this way in like a different way. Like some fighters would go one, two, left hook. Like Sterling won't work that way. Sterling would go. One, two, 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 left hook, two, two. Do you know what I mean? So it, it was no rhythm with it. So it was very hard to track. But because my brain wasn't switched on, like it, it, now I would probably adapt with that straight away in the fight, and I didn't adapt with it. There was mistakes I did in in the Sterling fight, which I feel like a white belt would do, uh, and, and and like it kills me to say it really because of, you know, I've, I train three I train three times a day, six days a week when I'm in camp, you know, and I, I train hard as well. So them little mistakes it really gets to me when i do them and um you know looking back now if i could go in there with sterling again i'm not saying the outcome would be different i could potentially say he could he could knock me clean out but 
what I am saying is at least then I'd be able to deal with the fact that it was me in there. Because I still feel like it was the same with um, Pedro to a certain extent with the Pedro Munoz after the, the Sterling fight. There was demons going into the Sterling fight, but there was even more demons coming out of the Sterling fight, if you understand what I mean. Mm. Like, physically for Sterling, and the weight cut was perfect. There was nothing else I would have changed. In fact, I think they were the best weight cuts I did. And I felt amazing. So, physically, I felt brilliant for that fight. I just didn't feel switched on. And then, getting over the the Sterling fight, I went straight back in the train, took a, like a shorter notice fight against, like, Pedro. I think... The camp for Sterling was 12 weeks, and I think the camp for Pedro was more like six weeks, I think. And I, f- I felt the same thing again. I felt good, went to the camp and lost the decision, but I haven't I haven't got that same sort of... I haven't got the same feeling towards Pedro as I did with the Sterling fight, if you understand what I mean. I felt like I was getting over the Sterling fight, and when I had that war with Pedro, I feel like, yeah, I got over that mental like hurdle you know what I mean? I don't know why my, my mind thought that, but after the the Pedro fight, the, a weight was lifted off my shoulders and I felt I was back to that like older Brett Johns then. Still not in the right place, but, but back to where I was at, sort of, you know? You talked about uh, your brother. <clears throat> he, he helped you. He saved your career. You went and spent three weeks in Vegas. What exactly happened in Vegas that changed everything? Yeah, yeah, no, that's that. To be honest, this 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 is all tying in with each other. It, it all mm-hmm. is, you know. For example, like I got back from the Pedro fight, and uh, if anybody remembers, it was a tough fight. I left that place mm-hmm. with a, a apparently it was a fractured eye socket or whatever it was, and I, I I had to get carried out of the cage. And but as a fight, it's one of my favorite fights to watch. You know, as a, as a fan of of fighting, I enjoy watching that fight. You know, mm-hmm. and. You can really, you can see the toughness in some people, and I felt like I showed that that night, and I, li- and I like that because any other fight that wants to fight me now is going to go, well, this guy is tough, you know. And I got back, and then I wanted a fight in November. That that didn't end up getting done. And I was, and I, Brian Butler, my manager for Sucker Punch, kind of said, "Look, mate, it's not going to happen. You've had a tough fight. Look, just take your time, you know." And then we hit Christmas time, and then oh, I took a I took a Polaris grappling fight against a really high-level jiu-jitsu guy, and he heel-hooked me in, like, 40 seconds. And uh, it kind of gave a partial tear my MCL. Mm-hmm. So that was a few months out. And then I was getting over that over Christmas, come back into the new year, and then I was training with my cousin. And then uh, it just nice and light. It was just technical. And then I kicked my left leg up, and my, and my LCL went. So my LCL had a tear on it. So within two months, I did my MCL and my LCL on both legs. And um, I started getting over that. And then, so so before I teared the, the LCL, I was meant to fight Eddie Wineland uh, in UFC Nashville last March. And, um, and, as, and, as, and as I did that in training, I found out the name in the morning. And in the night, my knee popped. And uh, that, was, that was that for a few months. And then I had nothing. I think I, I, I went through February, March, and then the beginning of April where I was just in a lull. I was I was going out with my friends. Like, social life was fantastic. You know, I was going out with the friends that I haven't been up with for a long time. I was drinking a lot of alcohol. I was happy, you know. I was My social life was amazing. But as my career, yeah, I, I hit rock bottom. The thought of maybe quitting, yeah, that popped in my head a few times, you know, stopping while I was ahead. I was thinking about getting a job. I had no money in at the time. 
And then my brother pulled me aside and said, look, he said, you, you can't stop now. You know, I got I got a 13th in the world, he said, you know, and you're young. Like, I'm only 28 now. This was when I was like 27, 26. So he's like, look, you need to get back in there, get to Vegas, do what they tell you to do. And then we look for a fight. He said, it doesn't matter when it gets done, we look for a fight. So there I went to Vegas for three weeks, met up with the guys, you know, Heather, uh, Bobby, uh, Tara. There was loads of guys. Kyle Larimer, who's like my SSC coach, who's sending me stuff through now. He's an amazing guy, Kyle is. Uh, Clint and Duncan, Forrest Griffin, met all the guys there. And for three weeks, man, it, was, it put me back into Brett Johns, the guy who was socializing on the weekend, to Brett Johns back to the fight in what my job is, you know, and... Um, I was there. I was. I was in Vegas. I put it this way. I was quite big. So when I walked in the gym, they were like, "How much you weigh?" And I'm like, "I'm a 35er, right?" Okay. And I walk in. I'm 170. And that's oh. waking up in. The, that's waking up in the morning, like you know, no food the night before. And um, they're like, "What have you done to yourself?" And I'm like, "Oh, you know, I just didn't enjoy myself." And um, I started getting the weight down and down and then I come back from, from Vegas and I didn't touch a drop of alcohol. I was just going ahead into training and I loved my training that time. Still looking for a fight, was was really struggling to get a fight. There was mention of a short notice bout in Vegas. I signed up to fight Hernan Barrow in Brazil, uh, but but they, he wanted, it was bantamweight, but then he wanted to go to featherweight, which was his last fight, so he ended up going to featherweight. So that fight got called off. I wanted to jump on the South Korea card as well, um, the Korean Zombie versus Ortega originally before it changed to Frankie Edgar. I said I wanted to jump on that card. That was full up. And then they said, look, it's your choice what you want to do. So this was in like the beginning of December. They said you got a choice of, oh, no, sorry. It wasn't that. It was they offered me a fight in Vegas on the corner of McGregor and Cerrone undercard, which I took because I thought that was hell of an idea. And they kind of gave me an option. They said, look, you can either wait until London or you can take this fight. And at the time, like money was tight and I just wanted to get back in there. You know, I had a, a long enough layoff. So I said, look, I'll take this the, on the Don Cerrone card. And then as I accept that fight, that ended up changing to UFC rally. And then I fought Tony Gravely on that card. And I'm glad I took the fight now because the illness has, has completely wiped out the UFC London card. That was, that has disappeared. But, Personally, I'm glad I went with that fight because of it's one of the last UFCs before this virus has come in, and you know I feel like I'm one of the lucky ones who, who managed to get in there before this virus has the virus took off. And you know they said Montel Jack, Jackson for Lincoln, Nebraska. Man, I can't see that happening in the next two or three weeks. Like I really can't. You know, I think we have another week on lockdown, but it's going to be longer, man. And um, I feel like as well that I'm going to be a bit stuck when it comes to, you know, how can you accept a fight without having proper training? That's, if that's the case, I'll take a fight for next Saturday, you know what I mean? But, you know, my weight at the minute is really good. My weight is is down. You know, that's the big thing for me at the minute would be the the, the weight issue. Since I've joined the UFC, it's never really been an issue. But, you know, I'm walking around. I like to go into fight week at 150. And like I woke up this morning at 153. So, you know, I, I, I'm i good there when it comes to the weight. I'm lighter than what I was with the Gravely fight. But it's just waiting in limbo now to see what's going on. Yeah, your your journey for the last two years or so has been a perfect example of fighters. You know, as much as it is physical, 
the mental side has to be oh. there a hundred percent. And a lot of fighters or lot not fighters, a lot of fans, they never think about that. Mm. Yeah, that people people don't see the like. For example, now you know, I I I, I haven't ate any like rubbish food for over like seven weeks maybe maybe mm. six weeks like uh, because i think i'm thinking this fight's going ahead like you know truthfully in my mind it's not going ahead but i'm still dieting as if i am normally and i'm still going ahead as if it, the fight's going on but it's not and i'm putting my body through this sacrifice for for them to turn around last minute and go we've cancelled the show very frustrating i'm very very frustrating you know it'd be nice just to have a bit of a bit of cheesecake if i'm honest I, I want some cheesecake too. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I hope no, so. I hope uh, it all works out and uh, you do get the fight on April 25th in Lincoln, Nebraska. Maybe if it's not Lincoln, Nebraska, somewhere, somewhere, yeah, you get to fight someone because all of this training that you're doing, all of this sacrifice that you're uh, making, it has to result in into something eventually. So, uh, Brett, man, thank you. And uh, it's it, man, it was great to get you on for the first time, and hope hopefully we speak many yeah. more times. Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. Thanks for having me, and thank you for spending your time uh, having a chat with me. Thank you. Yeah.